We won that round, he said, seemingly unperturbed as the guards took my elbows to lead me back to my cell. If that's the best they've got, we have nothing to worry about. Brian, I said as I was pulled to the door, we need to talk. We'll have plenty of time in the morning. I don't think you understand if Patty Sue saw me. Lena, the harshness of his tone startled me. I'll meet you back at the jail, he said, his voice lower but no less harsh. And we can talk then. What we won't do is talk here, understand? You're going to have to trust me. The problem was I didn't. I didn't trust anyone. How could I possibly trust this man I barely knew, a man who lived in a completely different world than the one I inhabited? Hell, his shoes would have brought enough money on the black market down in the bottoms to buy me food for a year. He couldn't possibly relate to me or my life or my choices. He always spent our time jotting notes and nodding and pacing, and the whole endeavor left me feeling as if I were somehow wasting his time. He didn't seem real. He seemed... I don't even know how to explain it. He seemed plastic, like a mannequin, as if he were mimicking what a good attorney should look like, but was hollow beneath the surface. I'd barely arrived back at the jail when I was hustled to the visiting room. Brian was already there, and he looked as frustrated as I felt. But this time, I wouldn't be shushed and interrupted. I'd had enough of that treatment. I was upset, and I planned to let him know it. Lena, what the hell? No! This time, I was the one to interrupt. He tilted his head toward me, eyebrows raised, but I forged ahead before he could stop me. Every time I try to speak to you about my doubts, about the nightmares I've been having, you shut me down. I need you to listen to me. It's my life that's on the line after all. My job is to save you, he said. It's not to dissect your subconscious memories and interpret your dreams. I'm an attorney, not a psychoanalyst. I've been down that road before, and I won't go down it again. That's what Dr. Lewis is for. Oh, just shut it, I said and felt a small thrill when his eyes widened in apparent surprise. You breeze in and out with your fancy haircut, curls arranged just so. You spend a fortune to get those curls like that, don't you? You with your polished nails, acting like you're better than I am, like you don't have time to listen to me. But you know what? We're the ones paying for those pretty suits. You wouldn't be anything if it weren't for people like me. So sit your prissy ass down and listen for a minute. To my surprise, he sat, mumbling something under his breath. You need to say something? For the first time in months, I finally felt as if I had some power. I was going to enjoy it while I could. Buffed, he said, shifting in his seat. They're buffed, not polished. He held up his hand, wiggling his fingers in front of my face. I'm not that pretentious. The insanity of the situation tickled me, and I laughed. Glad I could amuse you he said, his own lips turning up in a smile. Now, what can I do for you, Lena? You seem a little miffed. Now that I had his attention, I wasn't sure where to start. There's so much evidence against me, I said. The handprints, Patty Sue, my history with my parents. We've never claimed you had anything but a contentious relationship with your parents, Brian reminded me. We've never said you weren't there. We've said you didn't kill your parents. Remember my opening statement? Lena was there at the scene of the crime. He quoted himself. The evidence is indisputable, but Lena was not the one who killed her parents. We will present evidence to show that Lena was drugged and taken there against her will. 
be patient, Lena. It's not our turn yet. 